Welcome to the Campfire Passport Podcast. We've got uh, a great guest today, uh, Chase. Uh, his Instagram is Chase in Point, right? Chase in Point? Yes. Did I mess up? No, I didn't mess it up. All right. Good. It's a good follow. <laughs> awesome photographer. Has great taste in cars. And he's a pretty funny guy as well, which is, is really fun because we may not, everybody might not agree with this, but we think we're funny people. <laughs> and so when another person is funny, it makes it more fun. That's why we have all of our friends on here who are funny in their own ways. I think it's good. Also, stay tuned to the very end where we prove a certain cast member of the show wrong about something. I'm going to say prove like it's fact. It's mm. not really fact, but it's the thing that we came up with, and I am going to stick by it. So, yeah. um, Other than that, like, comment, subscribe, please, 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 please. Uh, Colin, you got anything else? No, I think uh, I think you summed it up well. It's uh it was a good time, so we'll, we'll just get into it. Should we say that one more time? Mm. It's just it's a, conversation. a conversation. It's just. I a think conversation. we need. To, I have a whiteboard in here. I think yeah. We can keep a tally. Yeah. Yeah. I just realized. Go and get it. I mean, as like that, as that came out of Colin's mouth, I was like, "Yep, okay, we've said this too yeah. many times." Yeah, that, maybe that's just the title. Working title right now is it's, <laughs> it's, it's just, just a conversation. conversation. <laughs> and then in parentheses about a small GX. Yeah, exactly. Why don't you just have a seat, real quick, and we'll we'll go over this little conversation. Yeah. You guys should hire me. <laughs> um, I, I hope you work for free. <laughs> Oh, you guys break even. That's nice. <laughs> sure. That's that's sure. one way to yeah. that's one way to put it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you say that, that means you've done it, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, you guys uh, aren't in the negative. Nice. <laughs> that's great. Sure. Yeah. We're just gonna go with that. We're super successful. Yeah. <laughs> of course. <laughs> okay. Well. Thanks for coming, by the way. <laughs> nice. Of course. I appreciate it. Thanks for it. having me. Thanks for yes, taking me yes. on this lovely date. And, uh, you know, like speed dating, it feels like right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's actually, that's a good take. Like, we could just start doing, like, yeah. speed dating questions back and yeah. forth, round and round. Yeah. Like I said, <laughs> I'm like for that. hire. Mm. <laughs> Anything for a buck. I like it. <laughs> exactly. Hope you. Hope you dollars. Your dollar bills are great. Yeah. Uh, so, what? Uh, man, this the start has really gotten me because I just keep laughing about the ridiculous things that have been said already here, which really sets a great precedence for what we're doing. Yeah. Um, I was going to start with, uh, why don't you, if you if you can, in in a few words in our little conversation, uh, yeah. <laughs> sum up what uh, what got you to where you're at, like. You know, we do a thing where we've done with all of our like regular people, the, the our core group of people that we do this podcast with. We've done our like origin story and they're way too long. And I'm sure nobody <laughs> listens to them because they're kind of terrible. I, yeah. I don't need that. But like, you know, in a little bit, like, how'd you get here? What do you what's your deal? Um, 
yeah, so by here, I'm assuming you mean like what I'm doing in the Overland space. Um, yeah, I mean crap. like would you want car me to, stuff I were to make a dating profile, what would I put in the dating profile? Mm. If you were only looking to attract car dudes, yes. Oh, yeah. great. Okay, I know exactly all about that. I can help you guys with that. You can yeah, see my yeah. DMs are just filled with dudes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. So, like, my, my like, story is I was actually never into off-roading. Um, I've strategically placed, um, wait, I have, to, I have to get something. Hold on. <laughs> props. All right. <laughs> yeah, I have props. I don't mess around. Whenever I do videos, I always have pointers. Okay. Oh, nice. It's like my thing. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, um, so, I strategically placed myself so I could do this. Mm -hmm. And uh, so, like, I was actually into drifting, which is this guy, a long, long time ago. Like, I was a car guy, um, like, Fast and the Furious ruined my life, you know what I mean? <laughs> I was, like, 14 when it came out, and I was like, dude, I'm going to mess the streets up, you know? <laughs> and uh, maybe I was 15. I don't know. When did that movie come out? 99? 2001, I think, because I think I was 16. Yeah, I was 15. All right, so we're all the same age. Nice. <laughs> Um, but, uh, so yeah, so like I, I was always into cars, right? Wanted to go drifting. Actually, all my friends had like Hondas and stuff like that. And, uh, but anyways, got into drifting, used to, used to organize events, all of the events in Tucson. Um, I actually like started the coordination of the events here at like Muscleman Honda circuit. And then I moved away to Florida where there's no mountains and I hated life. And then I came yeah, back. It's flat yeah. and terrible. <laughs> terrible. I think uh, there's a lot of good things in Florida, but I don't. I just didn't like living there. I'm sorry if you live in Florida. You probably have a really nice boat and go fishing all the time. <laughs> but um, yeah, I uh, I'm more of a mountain guy. I'm like rock climbing and uh, stuff like that. So Florida just didn't do it for me. And then I like randomly got into photography, and so I was like into astrophotography deep, right? And astrophotography, yeah. you have to like get out there to the middle of nowhere. And, um, uh, so like what better, so like turns out you kind of need an off-road vehicle to get to middle of nowhere, you know what I mean? So, Oops. um, I ended up, uh, buying like a two-wheel drive forerunner. So I was like, yeah, I don't want to go hardcore off-roading and I want something to like tow this thing around. So I was mm -hmm. like, two-wheel drive forerunner, that seems reasonable, you know, so I could tow it stay drifting and then not get sucked into off-roading and um well i mean like seriously clearly that didn't work out but <laughs> i was gonna say i think the pointer needs to go to the other vehicle at yeah that point. and so uh and so i decided two-wheel drive sucks and then i want something like that but i didn't intend to snowball as far as i did um mm. but so uh, you did the natural car guy thing. Yeah. Like it's obvious by your S13 that that's what's happened with yeah. that because I'm sure you didn't buy it with no. all of these things. It just no. cascades into yeah, a terrible sickness. I'm really good at like snowball making, you know, <laughs> and um or snowman making, just the balls just get larger. All right. Got yep. all jokes going on already. Um <laughs> usually they happen pretty quick. Yeah. It's easy. Did we lose? Yeah. Uh, yeah, we did. I think we, there he's back. It, it's one of those things where like, if something like that happens, yeah. part of that whole yeah. process is we can 
yeah. we can move. Although now it's weird because Colin's on the other side. He's of a part of the debate. I want to make sure he feels included. <laughs> yeah. That's true. You know? Yeah. 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 We can't leave Colin out. What's the term? Oh, it's a thruple. We can a become thruple. a thruple. Yeah. I'm more mm-hmm. familiar with like Eiffel Towers. Mm. Like that. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I think we can just end right here. <laughs> uh, that's good. All right. Man, so you guys, you guys asked for it. <laughs> yeah, that was that was fully asked for. <laughs> um, Colin, where what was the last thing you heard? Uh, you were talking about drifting and coming back from uh, from Florida. Yeah, Ugh, Florida. Right. Why do we have to bring that up again? <laughs> Sorry, that's uh that's one of the um, derogatory term on the channel right now. <laughs> um, no, so yeah, we were talking about that, and then uh, Sean was noticing how um, how fantastic my typical car guy progression has been, um, and uh, that I'm good at making snowballs. This is like a common theme, by the way. Like one, all of us do it. Two, every person we've talked to on here. You guys like do drift cars or you know, muscle cars or whatever. So the thing that we um Colin and I both suffer from is a uh Volkswagen Audi obsession that's kind of lasted for a long time. Yeah, Eurocar Eurocar (laughs) I saw I knew it. I knew I just I saw that. that thing. It's I saw so in the sick. back of your video, and I was like, I wonder if that's his. It is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It is. <laughs> so we spent. We had a, a guy, a Pacific Northwest guy, Nick Middleton, on um, who's got this really cool, uh, like first gen Forerunner with a flip pack built on it. Have you ever nice. seen this thing? Dude, those it's things are so cool. sweet. Yeah. I've Anyways, always liked the flip packs. They just like you it's know, it's super rad. Flips. <laughs> he is a big Volkswagen guy. So we spent probably half of our podcast talking about Volkswagens. It was just like, nice. well, whatever. <laughs> Who cares about the trucks? Who cares about off road stuff? Like, like rabbit hole. Exactly. Literally because <laughs> yeah. we started talking about rabbits. So, you know. Yep. Okay. There's my bad dad joke of the night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways, the. Um, the car guy slippery slope has led you to absolutely to this thing two-wheel drive forerunner turned yeah. into yeah awesome i think GX. i owned that forerunner for maybe like six or nine months okay nice. and, and i was like i went off-roading once in it like mildly but like when you're first time off-roading everything is huge <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. like like a rock like this is a massive Sure. rock to drive well, over especially if when you're, you're used to driving something like uh-huh. this yeah. you know what i mean you're like dude huge. i just this is the stupidest thing i just drove over this giant snow chunk the other day and yeah. i was like oh okay. and I, why yeah. am i why am i doing that i have giant tires like you i got off-road legs you can just like walk everything over is fine yeah. too many years of <laughs> busting lips time. on on just about everything that you drive over <laughs> Dude, yeah, I've I've torn oil pans open. Mm-hmm. I've ripped mufflers open. I've done um, this wheel like from drifting. I like have bent the inner lip, like folded over, and all sorts of dumb stuff. <laughs> Do you still? So I saw like the video I was just watching. You were like picking that back up and like bringing it in the shop. Are you yeah. actively using it still, or is it something that you just like car? put off to the side for a while? Yeah. Um, it's it's like a. a a project um i 
I never finished it. I got okay. burnt out on it. And that's where this thing came in because I ADD'd yep. into something else. And then, yep. um, but I just got burnt out. Like I was, because uh, I did drifting for probably like 13 years. Wow. And I was coordinating events and I felt like I had to drive every single event. <laughs> and like, but I always like to, just like, just like off-roading, I like to drive hard. And so I was always blowing up fiberglass and stuff like that. And I just got sick and tired of, having to fix my car all the time and then because I was coordinating them I had to be there so I was like kind of turned into like an obligation and a lot of time and effort to only drive once that month. makes sense yeah yeah so that just, makes sense I just needed something else you know what I mean yeah was there anything in between the forerunner to the GX or did you jump straight nah. in nope no. yeah I just went straight in um and I got it six years ago so like they were pretty under the radar at that time like GX off-road like the Facebook group, you know, um, I think they only had like 2,500 members, wow. maybe less than that. I don't even remember. But um, there was like, Metal Tech was like the only brand that made bumpers back then. And yeah. Something like that. And now there's they're all sorts of stuff, you know. But um, uh, yeah, I just, uh, and what's funny is I, um, I, a lot of people are like, wow, those things were, really cheap back then and they were like easy to find <laughs> and i paid a lot of money for mine because <laughs> like, i well I wanted... they were they were newer right like yeah i mean six years true. ago they six were years newer. newer they were still very nice <laughs> yeah yeah actually i mean you could you could they were less i had a 09 they were um you know they were less than 10 years old i could get normal financing on it and that's what that's i did crazy. you mm -hmm. know um i but i like paid out my ass i don't know if i can swear on this channel but i paid out my ass for it absolutely um because i wanted okay. like this little okay. conversation you can curse as much as you'd like <laughs> yeah i just wanted like the perfect spot you know what i mean yeah so i bought like the cherriest of the cherriest and uh mm -hmm. i paid like more than most people pay a day for them but um either way it was worth it i think because um I just want to make myself feel better about the decision, really. <laughs> that's yeah, so that's yeah. Fair. You got to talk I mean, yourself I into need... it sometimes. I got you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think the market has changed so much in that much time too. Like, I got my eighty series for super cheap, but like you yeah. made the comment about Metal Tech being the only person or only place making bumpers. Mm -hmm. Like, the eighty series Land Cruiser, as popular as it is, is yeah. ten times more popular in yeah. six or seven years. Like that, that's Dude. a completely different game. I know. Like, so, going crazy crazy it's now. wild yeah. yeah and like all of my suspension stuff is old now like even though i've updated it three what times what do you have on there it's just got like old man emu coils so okay. at the time it was like oh i'm gonna run sorry land cruiser nerd dumb stuff i'm gonna <laughs> run j spring fronts and heavy rears so i can put 37s on this thing because that's yeah. the only thing anybody's ever figured out work great everything's fine and i just keep upping the shock in the meantime and now i have to get like real progressive springs because that's what everybody does and they're way better but or i need to link it which Dude. is i don't know that might be <laughs> Dobinson makes great stuff yeah they do it's a shame they're teal but otherwise, <laughs> oh, i like yeah. the color like i just the, the my color is green and it's not that green so. teal is my second favorite color mm. <laughs> it'd be it'd be mine if my car was white that'd be great okay Whatever. Yeah, but it's not the the obnoxious you know, colors spray, work better like, on white. Like spray paint and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, touche, touche. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, this one, 
to me is interesting. So you like you car guy through and through gone through all this stuff uh, and then gone into off-road and of course snowballed yourself into where you're at. Where yeah. did, did your Instagram following come from photography and, and no, media? Because Okay. That's interesting. No. All right. Um, no, um, the, so like I was going to do like fine art photography, right? Like I actually okay. had no interest in, well, yeah, I didn't really have interest in like doing adventure photography and adventure type like documenting it like the stuff I do now right is all very yeah I try to do like cinematic stuff and artsy whatever photos of me in the truck out there like I I, I wanted to sell artwork so I yeah. was doing like really high resolution prints of the Milky Way and landscape photography and like that's what I that's what my, my thing was mm. but then okay. COVID hit and all the art shows like closed you know yeah right and so i was like dang that sucks i guess i'm not gonna do that um but i got this sick camera and maybe i'll just like start doing truck stuff and so that's here it. we are yeah so did you <laughs> um so when you were doing like astrophotography that kind of thing were you were you were putting it online at that point then? And yeah, I actually still have a website. Like you could go and buy prints from me right now if you wanted to. Nice. I just don't advertise it. And I don't think Got anybody it. knows that the website exists. Oh, well, feel free to plug it now. <laughs> I, know, I know that feeling. You know, I mean, that's fine. <laughs> Chasingpoint.com. All right. There we go. Perfect.com, actually. One, of our, one that, of our good friends. On. I don't even know. Is, I think that is it. Maybe. We can, we can check. We can edit, right? Yeah. We'll just voice over. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's actually dot net. Come on, uh, I think it's funnier that way. We just leave it and then just put like a caption. Yeah, <laughs> he was wrong. Needs help with marketing, right here. Uh, I'm trying to look. And it's not loading. It's so. not loading. Oh wait, there it goes. There it goes. It's just me. Is that it? It's just me. Oh, it's beautiful. <laughs> I like it. I haven't. I haven't added anything to there in like two or three years. Astronomical. Oh yeah, this is great. I always, so like, it's interesting to me because I was curious because I know so many people that are part of the the car world that have gotten yeah. into photography or video or both or whatever because of their cars, right? You just like start yeah. taking pictures of cars. It happens in like the skate yeah. and BMX scene too. And I always yep. make these connections because yeah. if you're in action sports at all, you kind of yeah. like the car guy is the next level yeah. sometimes or just like the I next thing because you're older. Yeah. Um, it's, it's an interesting thing. So I kind of wonder if that was the thing, but obviously a little different, uh, different path. That's nice. Yeah. I was always interested in photography, but I just never like pulled the trigger, you know, cause I was always buying tires for that stupid thing. So I couldn't <laughs> afford a camera. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I got that. I got that. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's always, like I said, like you said, it's a slippery slope, right? Here it's a snowball it effect. But it's fun. I, I'm just trying to have fun, you know, like that, like at the end of the day, I'm, that's all I'm trying to do. Whatever yeah. makes me happy, that's what I'm doing. I like it. That's a good way to be. Yeah. As long as it's then, not illegal. Well, <laughs> what if it's just a little illegal though? Oh, yeah. I mean, that's fine. But like, okay. as long as it doesn't hurt somebody else. How about that? Yeah. That's good. I like yeah. that. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's only illegal if you get caught. So. Um, and the uh, evolution of that truck has has gone, you know, from obviously it sounds like beautiful stock truck to what it is now, which is yeah. Awesome. We should flash a photo of like what it used to look like because it was 
I have some photos. I bet, that I could, I I bet it looked like it was <laughs> yeah. going to the country club. At that point. <laughs> oh yeah, baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, did your adventure, you know, adventures, I, I should say, change as you did that? Did you, you know, run through it or do you just, did you just say, Hey, I just still want to take pictures for a while. And then, Hey, I've put all this cool stuff on it. Like how, how did you get through that? Um, Yeah, I mean, I, I obviously I started out with a really simple setup, you know, um, and, I, and I think that's what everybody does because they don't really know what, what, like you think you know how you want your truck set up, <laughs> no but chance. until you go and use it for at least yeah. a year, yeah, you don't really know. You know what I mean? Dude, after five <laughs> years, I don't know. Yeah. There's times I'm where I go, why do I have this here? Yeah. <laughs> I'm about to rip this thing apart and like, change it all over again but uh yeah i i just you know i i started out small i didn't have you know i didn't want to do like 37s right you know like back then the 37s nobody had 37s um and uh 35s were like a really big deal um and so i just you know i went 33s 34s 35s 37s i had the progression (laughs) i was like oh yeah that works let's go a little bigger or like oh these tires are worn out you always got to upgrade you know what i mean so um so you basically did the same thing you did with your drift car yeah and went through tires (laughs) but then had to do supporting suspension mods to go along with it yeah i mean obviously um you know i work with a lot of the companies now so um this truck as crazy it is, you know, I, I couldn't have afforded to build it like this without the help of all sure. the companies that I work with, you know? Um, but I do work my butt off for all of that stuff. You know, it's not like, here you go. It's just now I'm like, you know, it's how it is. You work and you bring them content and help, uh, you know, push their brand and work with them and become partners and stuff like that. And I, just, I really like working with people like that. Um, yeah. And then it just kind of, uh, you build a relationship and you can, you know, um, go on from there. And that's just kind of how, what I ended up doing. Um, sure. And it's just, it was fun for me and I like doing it. So just kind of a no brainer. Yeah. I mean, I'm, you know, the side part of that, you got to build that value. And if you're doing that in a yeah. way that's repetitive and good, then yeah, it's great. That's, that's awesome. And I, I think that's amazing. I saw your rig at SEMA this year. Um, yeah and i was like wow look at this this is so cool (laughs) i was like when i i had like i had like goosebumps it didn't like hit me until i got there and then loaded in and then i was like what is happening why am i here (laughs) it's a (laughs) really cool moment for sure yeah Yeah. um that was a highlight of the year for sure but um it's big very cool yeah um the uh what was i Oh my god! I lost my train of thought. I was thinking about the SEMA thing, and I was thinking about the well, like juxtaposition of the brand new GX, yeah, with yours, like right there. So I I was out with Lexus um, last year, uh, not the truck, but they brought me out to help um, do like social media type sure. like awareness, pretty much for um, uh, like actually they were going to do something with the new GX last year. And, and, and it didn't end up happening. And so, but we were basically, they were trying to like, you know, they targeted key GX people and brought them out. Um, myself was brought out and Mike going farther. 
Um, I don't know if you know who he is. He's a great guy. He has he he lived out of his GX um, uh, for many years. But, That's awesome. And and it was really cool to see Lexus starting to take notice. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so. That's why they brought us out last year to kind of like, hey, let's get these guys out and make some content with them and be like, oh, Lexus is like, they want to get involved. You know what I mean? And then this year, um, it was so cool of them to actually bring out people like in the industry, um, you know, with the vehicles and like just kind of have a custom, like, uh, hey, look what you can do with this. And the new GX right next to the, you know, um, all three of those vehicles was like really cool to see so i'm excited that lexus is getting super involved with with it and like they're spending a lot of time and money on saying look we can off-road these things too which is cool yeah i mean that's really cool they also you know obviously for the i guess it's probably the first time are offering a like off-road specific variant of the off-road vehicle that they're doing that's super like that's a good sign it's cool first time that they're actually pushing and marketing them as off-road vehicles you know yeah it's always been a luxury suv um that can Mm off-road but you know it's more of like i would say their old advertisements were more like suv cross-trek style advertisement like hey you can get out of the snow and you can do this and that but like no now they're like taking it over like flex ramps and like doing you know uh all sorts of other crazy stuff yeah yeah it's always seemed like a secret that they that they're good <laughs> off-road vehicles like it's like this little extra bonus yeah. like oh you have an lx 470 like hmm, yeah that's cute but that's also cute. it actually does well wait yeah that's an eight what that's a land cruiser oh dang okay <laughs> wow yeah it's it's such a strange yeah, thing literally the done. same thing somehow somehow had think, so many people obviously fooled. like yeah. despite that it that looks almost exactly the same for, for years it was the best kept secret I yeah think. i think the gx was for sure yeah mm-hmm. lx still is and like yeah. i've said this before i think on the podcast even like if you want a 200 series land cruiser you need to buy an lx 70 because yeah. it's ten thousand dollars cheaper I... and it's the same vehicle like there's no yeah. There's no it's reason not to. Nicer. <laughs> it's nicer. It has cooled seats. Like, I don't, why yeah. not? Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you think that going forward, are they going to keep, you know, is that pressure going to be on next year to do more and more with those as they actually come out? I, are we going to see, do you yeah, think? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't have any hands, secret, that kind of thing. Tell you. Yeah. No, no, don't. But, um, <laughs> even if you do, don't, you heard it don't here tell first. us. But I... <laughs> I'm curious if we're going to see people with those early production ones in hand and, and doing, you know, probably starting out with silly, just boring stuff, but I'm assuming someone will do something cool before SEMA next year. Yeah. I mean, I would love to be that guy, but um, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I definitely know that I want to get my hands on one um, yeah. and I have all sorts of crazy ideas on what I would do to it, but uh yeah, they're just they're going to be hard to come by mm-hmm. because yeah. of the interests and stuff. And I definitely think that um, to answer your question, uh, like in like next year, they'll probably do like a big showing of, you know, they're going to have at least you know half a year of vehicles out there or something like that. Um, so yeah, I would I would expect that they're going to have an off road segment again. Yeah. Um, 
because that was a pretty big investment that they've done this year and last year. Um, and so I think, and their response uh, from their marketing director, or their, uh, sorry, VP of marketing, um, when they launched the GX, he said he has been in marketing his entire life and done stuff like that. And he literally never has seen uh, the positive engagement from a product launch that they saw with the GX over trail ever in his entire career. Hmm. I mean, they, they struck while the iron was hot. Like that yeah. was oh, maybe yeah. a year prior. It might've been better, but yes. I don't know. It, it was perfect. It's like I, when fine. I saw it, yeah. I was Last like, Oh year my God. Been great, but yeah. Or yeah. I guess a few years ago now, but you know, yeah. it makes sense. It's, it's good. Um, so on that note, is the current GX in its final form? Or are you do you have more plans for it? What's what's your is um, it going to end up in the corner with the S thirteen? <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, it there are plans for it. I'm not sure when the plans are going to happen. I keep uh, I'm weighing my options right now because I I want to SAS it. I am going to SAS it more than likely, yeah. um, but. I don't know if you follow you if you guys have seen like the whole fiasco with my front end that's been going on. <laughs> I didn't watch that one, but I saw it and I went, mm, "I'm gonna watch this." <laughs> Probably yeah. the one I should have watched. Well, just to recap, the thousands of viewers that you guys have, you know, okay, yeah, wow. thank um, you. Well, they've all seen <laughs> it that because we <laughs> share audiences, obviously. Uh, oh, did you didn't check? Oh, check. Okay, check. I'm getting a lot of notifications right now. <laughs> Holy yeah. cow! The computer is about to die. No, um, yeah, I, I had, uh, so I went on this crazy long trip earlier this year. The truck did phenomenal. Um, I broke a couple things, but I drove like 7,500 miles and did like a ton of gnarly trails and just the truck got beat up. And then um, I did a local trail here. And um, I think probably throughout that trip, maybe it got some damage. Um, but it just never surfaced on the trip. And then I did a local little run here, and I was um, I was doing something stupid, honestly. Um, I was That's like, really, the best breaks yeah. happen. <laughs> I was really like flexed out, like teetering, kind of flexed out, you know. And um, but I wanted to back up, but I couldn't get my locker on because my I have like a valve for either the compressor airs up the tires or it engages the locker. And it's in my engine bay, and it was flipped to air up tires, so I couldn't turn my lockers on. And I was like in this situation where I was like, "Shh, I'm stupid." And um, <laughs> and so I just was like, "Oh, left foot brake." And so I just left foot braked really hard, loaded it up, and, and loaded it up, and it just went boom, and mm. it blew up my passenger axle. Okay. And then I did that two more times. Uh, or no, I didn't do that same scenario twice more, but it broke <laughs> twice more with me. Oh my god! <laughs> okay, so I've I've blown up three axles in the last two or three months, four months or whatever it is, and I've just and um, I ended up figuring out what I just ended up figuring out what the problem is, and so uh, I think I'm going to make a product that will mm. uh, prevent that from happening. So, oh, that's cool. I might stay IFS for a little bit just to run that product for a bit mm -hmm. and, um, you know, vet it out, I guess. Yeah. Before, uh, before making it public. Yeah. So I have 
two questions here. One, I, I want to make sure that I address the elephant in the room there. The long trip is the trip with four-wheel drive 24-7, I'm guessing, right? Yeah. Yep. Which we should definitely talk about because that's awesome, right? That was so sick, man. Was- <laughs> Before we get to that, though, the... <laughs> the um the uh shit oh my god i just got so thought i my thought process just went straight towards that trip uh before we get to that we talk about every once in a while in here like anybody that off-roads and talks to their buddies the difference between doing a straight axle swap keeping your truck ifs or just buying an ifs truck versus a straight axle truck colin Sorry if I'm giving away your secrets because you always like to keep everything secret. Just went from an old Wagoneer with a LS swap, really cool, to a newer nice. Colorado ZR2, right? So he went oh. back. He came from a Ranger before that, which was weird. Fine. <laughs> oh, thanks. Um, so anyways, he's gone. He's he's gone through it. Um, what's so like? What's your what's your opinion there? Like, do you are you thinking? It sounds like you're thinking about swapping because of strength, right? Like that's kind of the the move. Yeah. But you've got a really capable IFS rig. So yeah, honestly, um honestly with the product I'm going to come out, I don't want to use the word bulletproof, <laughs> but it'll make the front ends like way more stout. Um mm. and it's going to solve a lot of problems these guys are having with uh with these IFS setups. Um and and everyone's going big tires now, you know. Yeah. So everyone wants 37s. People want people are people are starting to go 40s, and um, you know RCLT, Marlin Crawler, and all these other long travel companies are making it easier to go 37s um, and big tires. And people are going to be having this problem. So um, I think that yeah, it's very capable. But I think that I still because I want to go up in tire size. And just for the style of driving that I do, I think it more suits um, solid axle in the front. But um, yeah, I mean, you can definitely make IFS very capable. And I don't know. I, I, that's so hard, man, because you, I've done a lot of crazy stuff with IFS. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and yeah. Have lived to tell the tale. Has the, yeah. was this like the first times that you have broken axles and it all just like happened all at once? Yeah. Like so, you never had had yeah. a, a busted CV uh, up until this point, where it just like went crazy. I so I I had one broken CV, and that was when I first started off roading, and um, I replaced a CV with a, a part store CV axle, like mm-hmm. a or, like a O'Reilly or AutoZone one, mm-hmm. where they're just made in China. Lifetime warranty. <laughs> yeah, but that doesn't help me in the middle of nowhere, dude. and um. Yeah, and so I, I blew that up, actually doing a very similar thing, uh, left foot braking, trying to get out of snow. Um, but I, I grenaded that, and then ever since then, I had ran OEM or OEM extended. So, like, I don't have RCVs in here. I have uh, CVJ Reman, where they just use OEM outers and then a chromoly lengthened shaft. And uh, other than that dumb thing that I did after that crazy <laughs> trip, you know, with, and then me left for breaking. I haven't broken a single axle in um, 70,000 miles. I mean, long. I think that that that's, probably, you know, that's a, that's a pretty good Testament. Yeah. So yeah. something at least about driving style, if anything, like, yeah, I am like 
my dirty secret about off-roading is that I left foot brake like you wouldn't believe all the time (laughs) now. I have way more power than I used to, so I don't have to as much now. But it used to be like it was all about holding, you know, a certain amount of load Mm -hmm. so I could turn in rocks and so I could keep movement going. And yeah. it just all modulation with the brake. And yeah. I think that there's less shock on things, right? Like that's absolutely easy to figure out. But uh, but if you get into a pinch, especially in reverse, if you're turning, mm-hmm. that's bad news. Like, yeah. That's... I mean, I think it, it's definitely driver mod. Um, yeah. Not to say I'm a perfect driver or anything, but I drive with, because uh, I wheel um, solo all the time. And so uh, like I'll still do all the hard stuff, but I drive. Um, I like, I creep up to the obstacle. Like I'll try it slow. If it doesn't work, I'll back down a little more momentum that doesn't work back down. Then I'll, you know, try and send it kind of thing. But I think a lot of these guys that are breaking axles, um, uh, front end, front end axles are, they're getting way too much wheel spin and then they come down on it and it just blows up. That shock load always does it. That's how you break axles all day long. Mm -hmm. Because I have people telling me, dude, I break axles left and right. My steering rack goes out uh, left and right, this and that. And I'm like, dude, I was on a stock steering rack with 37s. Uh, no, not. I was on a stock rack, but not tie rods. But I was on stock rack and tie rods with 35s for like ever. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's one of those things, right? Where like it, you may have chromoly. 35 spine Dana 60 axles, but if you're full uh-huh. tilt and it bounces a few times, like that's going to break. It's going to yeah. break the same amount of times as a tiny little Toyota, you know, yeah. set up will. So I just want to say happens. I have a chromoly 40 spline in this guy. On <laughs> you know, I just, I just read that. Cause I was, I saw, uh, I was looking through and I was like, that has a Dana 60 in the back. That's cool. And then I kind of went through a little further and I went, Oh, cool. Yeah. That's a sweet setup. Yeah, I um that I did right before the four wheel drive twenty four seven trip because I was doing like a once over on my truck and I got an alignment and my rear end had two degrees of camber. And I was cool. like I was like, Oh, oh no. Whoops. That's fine, right? That's fine, yeah. yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> yeah, I was like, no, that's not gonna work. So I just Buy once, cry once, that thing. I was like, all right, just doing it. Yeah. yeah. It's, that's good. Um, okay, so you have to tell us about this 24-7, or four-wheel drive 24-7 trip. One, yeah. I, what I really want to know is, I'm, a, I'm not even going to, I'm not going to assume. I want to know how you ended up there and how awesome yeah, I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even, it's, it's all a blur. I mean, it's, uh, it's, it was just, it was honestly, it was like a progression of events. It was, um, it was just or, organic, I, I guess I could say. Uh, sorry, the beer is making me burp. But um, it's okay. So <laughs> it's just a little yeah, conversation. I know, exactly. So I think obviously I watched their, their channel, right? Who doesn't? And they're like <laughs> idols to me. I think I think there are a lot of people's idols, and yeah. just uh, they just make you want to get out there and like do sandy stuff, hang out with your got buddies, and like you know all that sort of stuff. And um, and so there was there was one thing where they asked for help on on one of their Instagram posts, 
uh, or wait, no, the first, sorry, sorry, getting ahead of myself. <laughs> the, uh, the first one was they were doing like, they did like beers in the shed episodes, right? Mm-hmm. And I would just tag on Instagram, like I would do four wheel drive 24 seven, I would tag them and, or something like that. Uh, either the hashtag or tagging them or something. And um, I just ended up getting featured one day because I, um, I was ta- I just like was relentlessly tagging them. <laughs> I was being like probably pretty annoying. <laughs> but um, I was just like, look at me, you guys, you know, I have a Prado. You guys need Prados on your channel and this <laughs> and that, you know. Um, and so I ended up getting featured once just like, hey, you guys say uh, we don't have Prados and look at this Prado. It's kind of cool. And like that was it. And then, cool. um, yeah, and obviously I was like, oh my gosh. Holy <laughs> crap. I made it. I, made it. You know? and I was just like losing my mind. <laughs> so I was like, dude, that is so cool. So um, that was the first time. And so that was like, you know, seed planted. <laughs> right and 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 now you're laying the groundwork <laughs> oh yeah yeah and so and then time goes on um i'm not as annoying anymore but i think uh they then asked they were doing they're asking this is when they were asking for help um because they were going to put together a beers in the shed episode on um they asked people from all around the world to submit uh, um, basically like why you think your country has the best wheeling and then give us video examples of it kind of thing and they reached out to me and they asked if I could like send them some stuff on the US because I don't know I was like one of the only guys from the US that they like knew about or something I don't know I don't I don't really know <laughs> um, but and so I was like and and the funny story funny thing is is like I was out wheeling when they asked me this and I had actually broke my tie rod uh, and like the first time I ever bent a tie rod because I just like drove into a rock. So I was dumb. <laughs> As you do, yeah. <laughs> and uh, got service. I was like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And got service and I got this message and of course I was like, yeah, absolutely. And it was like flooring at home to go and like throw together a quick little montage video for them. And, uh, and then they ended up... Um, using that or something like that i'm like blurring the blurring blurring uh series of events here but anyways (laughs) i ended up getting featured on that talking about how badass the u.s was and like talking about colorado and utah and the rubicon and stuff like that and um and then i ended up seeing sean at um at overland expo west Mm -hmm. uh, like shortly after that like two years ago and i was like hey dude you probably don't remember me but um you know i was on uh, the episode i had the silly prado and he did the oh yeah i remember you like, like probably you know doesn't <laughs> kind of thing and sure, uh, sure everybody says that kid uh-huh. great <laughs> yeah. and yeah exactly right i mean the guy meets like millions of people i'm you sure know? Yeah. Like, I, like i have a hard time remembering people sometimes and um but uh yeah he was super cool and super nice and i was like if you ever want to do a u.s trip like let me know and i can help you and he was like okay he was like dm me and then i'll get back to you and i was like whatever okay. <laughs> that's not gonna sure. happen <laughs> <But> sure <laughs> 
And dude, sure as shit, um, like I DM'd him, months went by, but then I got a random email from uh, their producer or them on the cha- their IG saying, hey, we need help putting a trip together. Um, can you do that for us? And I was just like, yeah. <laughs> yep, yeah. I can do that. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and, so, um, and so, yeah. Oh, that's... no, I'm sorry. I'm busy. <laughs> Dude, Turns yeah, out. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Turns out. And Dude, so, that's um, crazy. So, like, that's how it happened. It was just, like, totally natural and organic. And I think it, it was just, um, I think it's one of those, like, you miss every shot you don't take kind of thing. And yeah. just, like, walking up and talking to them. And then, like, when they ask for help, like, or when they ask for people to submit stuff, like submit it and um, you know participate. Like I'll, that's all I did was I just participated in the community, and and that's it. And um, and then I don't. Yeah, that's just how it happened. Man, that's so cool. So did you end up doing the like? Did you set the trip up? You know, at that point you did like the U.S. production portion of it. Yeah, I planned the whole trip. That's so um, cool. So like all the routes, um, uh, I was I actually helped film all, some mm-hmm. of it. Yeah. Um, but I was there. I was there for the whole trip, um, uh, helping guide them. Obviously, you know, you put together a plan over a month or whatever, and it never like lines up perfectly. Yeah. Of course but, not. Uh, yeah, you do the best, do the best you can, and yeah, it was like uh, incredible opportunity. And that's uh, very like, cool. Uh, that was for sure, probably like. A highlight of my entire life yeah you know? like I, I will never forget that that's oh man incredible i bet did it so it obviously lived up to your expectations then i, I it sounds like yeah i mean i like off-roading in general so like i would do that stuff all by myself <laughs> exactly and then, but then i get to like show show people that one have never wheeled in the u.s mm-hmm. all yeah. of like the my favorite iconic spots you know and um uh you know, and, and that kind of stuff. And dude, they just like their minds were blown the entire time. Yeah. Like their reactions were genuine. I don't know if you saw like the Colorado episode of them just like giggle, being like super giggly <laughs> and like, ah, oh my god, this is crazy! Yeah. And uh, <laughs> like up on up on Im- Imogene Pass, like all the way up there. Yeah, they were just like, this is like Graham. Graham. Uh, Graham, uh, I think gets emotional sometimes, but because he. Like, <laughs> he um, he just expresses his emotions. Yeah. Like he talks passionately about how he's feeling in that moment. And he's really good wow. with words. Um, and, uh, and yeah, some of the things he was just saying, I was just like, dude, like, this is like my backyard. This is crazy. Yeah. You know, just to see people enjoy it like that, I think was like my favorite part. And That's I would very cool. love to do more guiding and that kind of stuff because it was just like, I don't know. Is awesome, <laughs> man. Well, if nobody said it, thank you for being the U.S. steward for the coolest <laughs> off-road yeah. YouTube channel that there is yeah. by a long. Hey, channel. I have an off-road YouTube channel. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's not that cool. I know it's cool, but it's not that cool. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I just did it. Okay, we just did an episode about this, and I think we unanimously pretty much picked them as the best like it yeah. just is it, it is the best it is the best <clears throat> they do it better than anybody else yeah yeah they really do well that's <laughs> awesome had you uh done rubicon before that since no like you're that was my first okay. time doing rubicon. I wondered, yeah 
Okay. That's yeah, awesome. they were like, they got, we got to the trailhead. They're like, have you done this? I was like, nope. They're like, oh, <laughs> it's iconic. It'll be fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, we'll be fine, you guys. Um, and I hadn't, I hadn't done, um, I hadn't done Holy Cross in Colorado either, before. Okay. Um, so yeah, some of that, that, and that was kind of, you know, whenever you don't, haven't done something before, and you're guiding somebody something through, through it, it's mm-hmm. like, I was just like doing the best you can but i told them up front yeah <laughs> and um you know they're cool with it but it's you know yeah it was great well it's not like they're not prepared for things right they're <laughs> no, like I mean, they're I, adequate honestly, drivers and yeah and honestly like the the tracks that i had done um because they want genuine reactions out of these guys you know yeah. um and if you have someone that's done the track before um they kind of get to see all the lines you know yeah. And then, and then, uh, not that they make it look easy, but it, the the whole figuring it out process isn't there. Because I would I would be leading a lot of the time to like run up, and and then get the camera shot looking back. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Sure. So the camera the camera car like a lot of the time does everything first. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, and so uh, and so it was it was actually it was good to have those uh genuine reactions because like i was like i'm you know let's figure this out uh that kind of stuff but like holy cross and uh rubicon they're all so well documented that it's not it is not hard to like look look that stuff up in advance yeah. and just like be slightly prepared you know um yeah, a lot of, and a lot of that the stuff that they're going to do here is like that and if it's not, then it's a local trail, and like I either know about it or somebody else that's taking them knows about it. So, sweet man. Well, if they ever uh, want to come back and go to the Pacific Northwest, we know a couple places. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Dude, you gotta shoot I, your I, shot, I, right? I have. What's that? I said you gotta shoot your shot, right? <laughs> Always shoot your shot. Just in the right direction. <laughs> Um, I actually haven't done anything in the PNW yet. It's, it's good for the most part. Um, just like anywhere, right? There's mixed yeah. things this time of year. It can be amazing because we have access to snow, snow wheeling at like epic proportions yeah. all Dude, the time. I know. Now is the time when I want to go up there. There's a foot like... of snow here right now. So it's like <laughs> yeah. bury myself in like two or three feet of snow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But you know, it's, uh, it is expansive. Like it is, you know, in like Montana, Wyoming, all those places too. So like to get to some places is, is a haul. Like, it's not like you're just like beep, 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 yeah. popping through, but it's amazing. Like I, I wouldn't trade it. It's beautiful and perfect. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, you've obviously wheeled up there, but you've done other stuff in Utah and, um, Colorado and stuff like that. Yeah, so Colin's done some Moab stuff. I've never been to Moab. Oh, really? But I have been to Northern California, like the Rubicon, Fordyce yeah. stuff. Um, yeah. And that's it, I think, now that I, th- I think about it. so Have you done Fordyce? I have, yeah. I want to do that so bad. It's a lot. Hard. I haven't done, okay, let me asterisk this for anybody who wants to fast, or fact check it. I have not done all of Fordyce <laughs> because it is insane. <laughs> yeah. I've done about a third of it. And it's okay. awesome. Uh, I just remember I was like looking it up, and I, and that was um, that was a trail that 
if we finished Rubicon early, like we would just hop up and kind of check out because so close at that time, mm -hmm. the, the the water crossing was really high, yeah. and I was like, we got to get you guys in like a deep ass water crossing, you know what I mean? And so, uh, so we, I, we were talking about that, but then we we're like, ah. Uh, this is the very beginning of the trip, and that is probably that would be the hardest trail by far yeah. that we would do on this trip. <laughs> it's there's it gets very gnarly, yeah. very mm -hmm. quick. It's yeah. like it's a lot. Yeah, and they had you know they had um, all the stuff we went through was pretty hard, and and like there was a couple modest vehicles on there, you know, um, like everyone was like most. Or half half of it, half the crew was on thirty fives. Um, it was just me and Dylan that were on thirty sevens and thirty eights. Um, but you know, it was a Tacoma on thirty fives, and that thing did, you know, it was scraping a lot of stuff, but it did pretty good. Yeah, uh, but I think that thing would have really struggled on four days. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of what they were Probably. like. They were really leaning into in the video, at least, was saying like, "Hey, we wanted to do." the American trails, but in a vehicle that is like suited for yeah. Aussie for, cause that's, Australia. that's most of the vehicles out there yeah. only have 35s at the most. So that was kind of yeah. what they were aiming for, which makes sense. I, I, I get that concept yeah. and I like that concept cause it, yeah. it kind of conveys no, I, a, a difference in what goes on there and <laughs> what goes <yeah>. on here. <laughs> well, yeah, they wanted, yeah, in their words, they wanted to take Australian builds and, and do American yeah, trails compare it. and see how yeah. that's what they wanted to do. And that's what they did. And, you know, everything's for sure bigger over here. And so they were like, wow, like they were like, wow, yeah. you know, yeah. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's it's got to be just different, right? Like it is bigger yeah. for sure, but also like it's different. There's just different, different stuff. There's no when they were yeah when they were in Moab, because um, Moab's a unique place. Period. Yep. For any part of the country, you yeah. know the I mean Sand Hollow might come close, but um, in Moab, you know the rock is so sticky. You can do really dumb things, and you can get yourself into some like pretty scary situations with some of the. You're up on these cliff edges, and if you like go sideways, you can like you can die, man. And, uh, and like, they weren't used to that. They weren't used to oh, that. Yeah. Most of the, like the gnarly stuff is like, if, when you watch the channel, like all these really hard, crazy things going up, not all of them, but you know, for the most part, they're like up on a hill and there's trees surrounding them. And, and, sure. and so they're just like, the head game is completely different here. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. the risk is way more. And so that just plays into the wheeling aspect a lot more that they weren't used to. That was that was one one thing that they were saying. Yeah, that makes sense. They yeah, can't they sense. can't see everything around them. They see the track and that's kind of it. They know that there's, you know, a hill or a cliff edge or whatever, but it's kind of out of sight, out of mind whereas yeah. in places like Moab it's just giant open so you you can't help but see what could be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's that's scary. I know I've had some scary moments on Moab. My first experience in Moab, I did solo, like by myself. Same. I did. This, <laughs> I did the truck. Uh, I did. I. Uh, sorry, not the actually not the first time, but the first time I did like anything like reasonably hard, like 
the trifecta I did completely solo. Uh, with I had like a passenger that was like helping film, but like that's it. So we did that solo. We did what else did we do solo? I don't remember, but um, yeah. And like I, f- I forgot how like I, like that track is pretty hard, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Definitely, but um, yeah, it's it's different out there. It's a lot of fun. It's wild. Well, that's super cool that you got to go through all that. I uh, appreciate you not only stewarding them through that trip, which is amazing, but also just telling us about that story. That's rad. Yeah. Um, tell us about Two Track Nation. Tell us about your your. Uh, oh, this 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 <laughs> shot scenario. <laughs> Let me shout you out here. <laughs> yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> What's that? I said, let me shout out your thing here. Uh, yeah. So Two Track Nation is, um, it's, it's uh, my company, uh, Hunter is my business partner. He has, um, and best friend, he has uh, uh, the camo uh, GMC Denali with the Alu cabin. Oh, so there's a theme here. It. Okay. So we are like matchy match. Matchy matchy. Yeah. But uh, we kind of do, like, we do a lot of things. Um, we have our own products that we're, that we're pushing. Um, we have high-end diesel heaters is kind of, like, the main thing that we are selling right now um, or trying to sell. This year is kind of, like, the first time that we're actually getting it out there. Um, I've been, like, developing it and making sure it works right and that kind of stuff for, like, the past couple years. And just honing in on the design, you know. So um, we make high-end diesel heaters for uh, truck campers. Uh, we also make them for rooftop tents. Um, but I think the truck camper market is going to be where we're going to be doing our biggest push mm-hmm. uh, with sense. them. Yeah, um, it just it makes it it makes it so nice it, with with the truck camper because it just bolts on and there's no setup involved period like there's no hoses to hook up it bolts on and and that's it that's and, cool uh, yeah it's like out of ease of convenience so we use high-end components we have a german heating unit in there all of our sheet metal is made here local in tucson uh by a friend of mine that's and cool. um and and then we assemble them here in house so it's all uh really high co- quality components you know um uh and u.s u.s products i think like I don't. I ha, I should. I, I should do like the percentage ratio to like. I think there's probably only like five or ten percent of Chinese parts in it. Um, yeah, that's great. And they're just like non-important parts, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, and and then to say, hey, this like the heating unit is a German-made unit. Like that's yeah. that's cool too. So yeah, it doesn't have to be a hundred percent U.S. made. It no. can be assembled yeah. with good parts. Yeah. So I mean, um, it's definitely a certain clientele that's going to want something like that um i think there's uh there's a lot of different options on the market i think we're the only one that kind of has something of this caliber out right now and um you know like like the progression of of truck build right um i started out very simple and and that kind of stuff and it's evolved into this crazy thing that's kind of how i ended up developing this is i started out with this simple little thing and it didn't work the way i wanted it to and i was like hey i want to offer this crazy premium thing that everyone's probably gonna like hate me for and like be insulted by (laughs) the price tag but (laughs) whatever 
Shoot your shot. <laughs> yeah. Get it out there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So we're pushing it pretty hard um, and, and uh, hoping to be successful in that uh, along with this other thing for the front end of, you know, basically Forerunners, GXs, Tacomas, all that sort nice. of stuff. Um, we also do media services. So um, the basically, you know, the four-wheel drive 24-7 trip, like we offer services like that to anybody. Um, my truck is basically like perfectly suited for off-road media capabilities. Um, and that's how I built it. I built it so that I could do it. And then I built it with the intent of being able to potentially do something just like that for a four-wheel drive 24-7. So cool. if, uh, if someone wanted to you know have a bunch of battery power and like a camera like off-road camera car and be able to like get out there like we can do that um, that's cool and uh and so and then yeah we're slowly developing our youtube page as well um just trying to have a bunch of different avenues of potential income um mm -hmm. to kind of like uh because uh, off-road community is probably like one of the favorite, my most favorite communities that I've like been a part of. And so now trying to like uh, push, the, push the community through innovative products and also um, offering different services for clients to like get in the industry and stuff like that and just help, uh, help the community and the industry itself in general grow. So that's really um, where my heart is at. And uh, I just, I think I guess two track nation just kind of like embodies that. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's very cool. I, uh, I can get behind that. Yeah. And, uh, the name is kind of like a play on the overland name, but two track is more of like an Australian, you know, mm -hmm. uh, like that's what they call them. I think. I've heard the term before. The <laughs> that's great. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Good enough. Are you? Uh, are do you have any aspirations to go down there to to try that out? I mean, I think we all do, but like, uh, do you have any realistic asp <laughs> aspirations? I think to everybody do that? wants to go down there. Everyone yeah. wants to do that. Yeah, I don't. I'm have trying any... to plan my honeymoon around this, by the way. So <laughs> I don't have any plans to go down there. Yeah. Uh, but um, if you're having a honeymoon down there, let me know. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we might want media. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I could do that. And I want Shano to cook me a drunk, way too hot meal. Mm. So it's perfect. Yeah, maybe with like a rotten egg. Ooh, like man. That. I, maybe no on that part. <laughs> Do you see that? that yeah, that's one of the best yeah, cooking dude. segments that was, ever. That was, <laughs> dude, that was gold. Him, they're like, oh. Oh, oh, I think that was a little rotten. And then they're like, oh, man, I can't handle this. <laughs> oh, that's great. That was hilarious. Good stuff. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah, man. I would love to go down there, but this thing would be, like, super illegal. Um, yeah, the wind. They were telling me. To start with. Because I, I asked them, I was like, hey, like, <clears throat> do you guys have, like, temporary vehicle import law? Like, I've never looked into it. So I was just asking them, you know, is there, like, because like you know, show and display or something. Well, I mean, the dirty thirty is illegal here. Like, you could never, you know, do that here. I mean, maybe you could. But, In Florida, like, you could. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, the thing, like, you can't, you can't buy like a brand new diesel mm. Troopy well, or a Land Cruiser over here unless you do temporary vehicle import. 
which yeah. is how they were able to import that. Right. Okay. Well, isn't that old enough to go under 25 year? Like it's a 60 series. So like, yeah, I, that's why I said maybe that one you could, Yeah. but like yeah. the new, the new land cruisers. Oh right? yeah. That'd be like, tough. You can't do yeah. that because you have to go through emissions and it would never pass and um, all that sort of stuff. So it either has to, yeah, be historical vehicle, which that like my drift car is now, or, sure. um, or you do a temporary import, which is what they did. So they didn't have to register it over here and you're allowed one year. And mm -hmm. technically if you just drive out of the country for a day and then re-import it, <laughs> like if you drive to Mexico or Canada or for a day yeah. and then re-import it, you get another year. So like, that's how you that's can, pretty that's, good. that's one loophole. So, yeah. Just kind of skirting, yeah. skirting so, like, the rules. You can do that. Yeah. But yeah. Cause I was like, Hey, you guys can, you know, we allow, vehicles that aren't street legal here in that capacity is there something like that where i can temporarily import this and i have us plates and i'm just like hello sir i'm here for fun um don't fuck with me and, can you uh, point me to the fun yeah exactly and they're like no absolutely not <laughs> they're like pulled over in like 45 seconds and this thing would be like impounded and yada 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 they're like Straight look at how much your tire sticks out no way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's... They're like, I was like, what's, what's GVWR or whatever? You know, yeah, the GVM. What's that? <laughs> oh, you engineer your stuff? Ha, ha, ha. No, no, that's not the American way. We don't do that. I know. All we care about is emissions. That's yeah. It. yeah. That's <laughs> we it. take it real serious. Oh, <laughs> oh man. So... Yeah, I don't know. I'd have to like borrow something. I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you can rent them. That so that's yeah. that's my ploy is that you can yeah. rent like a pop top troopy relatively easily. But my worry is like I want to go somewhere cool, and they're going to be like, "No, okay. mate, you can't do that." <laughs> yeah. that's like, not under, are you sure? That's not under your insurance policy. Yeah. <laughs> but what if I take the American route and just do it, and then ask later for forgiveness? Mm. Will that be fine? I don't know. Probably. I don't know. Just don't call him champ. Champ is like a really bad word down there. Okay. Here. <laughs> I didn't know that. that bit of advice. <laughs> yeah. Found that out, huh? <laughs> How did you learn this lesson, Chase? <laughs> I spent a month with these guys. I learned a lot of dumb shit. <laughs> yeah, they were like, champ, like, nope. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. <laughs> like, if you say, what's up, champ? That's basically like saying, fuck you, let's fight. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Depending on the Australian, I don't think I ever want to say that. Yeah. I don't know. I'm sure, like, if you're saying it in like a joking manner, then it's fine. But I like said it to them. I said it to Jocko once, and and then I was like, "Oh wait, I forgot. You guys don't like that word." And he was like, "I almost got offended." <laughs> I almost got offended. <laughs> this close? This yeah, close to yeah. being offended? Yeah. <laughs> this yeah, coming funny. from the people that mm -hmm. you know say cunt all the time. Yeah. I know, right? Which I love. <laughs> it's just you know. They, dude, they actually had a really hard time time understanding me. Oh, like I, I didn't, I didn't realize it at first. I thought they just thought I was something <laughs> because I would like talk to them, and then sometimes they would like Sean would just stare at me, just blank stare, and not really respond. <laughs> and I was like, "Am I saying something dumb, or like what is happening?" Or like I would ask him something on the radio, and finally he was like, "Got to be honest, mate. I don't know what you're saying half the time." <laughs> <laughs> That like you're talking way too fast yeah. and this and that and so I was, okay i gotta talk to you like you're a child hi 
my name. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. But I'm like, dude, I can't understand what the hell you're saying either. <laughs> so, so, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Same boat. <laughs> yeah. I got to watch your show with the volume 10 times higher than everything else so I can sit here and figure it out. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> so, good time. Uh, Colin, did you, I didn't have, that was like, that's it. That's all I got. I just really wanted to hear that's about four-wheel drive 24-7. That, that was oh, pretty well, much Yeah. Well, I mean. I'm the, sorry to bring you here and then just talk about that. <laughs> I mean, for for me, I mean, he just kidding. He kind of answered my my one kind of funny question in regards to the the show in telling us that he was like camera crew, because I I thought it was kind of funny it Mm. on the Rubicon portion of the video. They kind of like alluded to the fact that you were there, but didn't like want to show you it seemed like but it's like no it makes sense now because you were just out ahead and like coming back to film and then like getting out ahead again so it's like yeah you're not going to film yourself doing this shit when you've got to deal with all this other crap behind you so so i get that so that you know you answered my question there (laughs) yeah i was not a part of like it was not uh the intent was not for me to be a part of that episode right so i was just like trying to duck out of the way or um or whatever it is you know i think what like their producer rode with me a lot so mm. some of the shots like of the in car like you'll see my hood and, yeah yeah and everyone's like what's going on here what's with this prado's like camo thing and um that's why it was like kind of weird yeah but i think I mean, there's how it is <laughs> yeah i think there was a shot of the back of your rig that mm-hmm. i was like Wait a minute! I've seen that oh. thing before. What does that do in there? Is that like <laughs> yeah? And then it made sense that it kind of went along, and obviously by the second time, the second episode, I was like, oh yeah, yeah, okay, I get it. Yeah, hmm. yeah. So the Colorado episode, they're like, yep, you're gonna be in it as like a main character, hmm. uh, and like as like the guide of the show or whatever, right? right? And um, and that kind of stuff. Uh, and then the. They still have Moab stuff coming out. I don't know when it's coming out, but um, I probably won't be in those as much. Yeah. Um, I was more a support role. Yeah, yeah. Uh, on those. Cool. That's cool. Oh, man, what a what a cool thing to get to do. That's yeah. uh, that's super. Yeah, uh, a lot super of fun, cool. Dude. They're really like they're awesome people. Um, really. You know. Yeah, they're. Uh, yeah, they're just like trying to have a good time. That's, it. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Just I mean, like they, as appear. we should, you know. Yeah. yeah, I mean, obviously, there's some differences off camera and uh you know whenever you're on camera you trying to hype stuff up and make it they've they've got they've got their character yeah Mm -hmm. and so yeah but you know they're they're not that different than they are on camera um other than that kind of stuff yeah cool man what a what a cool thing to get to be a part of um what what is your opinion on IFS versus uh, you know solid? Oh, axle? this is a good one. Um, so the argument hot has come up. The hot topic of the day. I I think that both have their place. Uh, if we're talking about off road, right? Like there is a reason that most of your trophy truck type vehicles are IFS or full on independent suspension drive either. Yep, exactly. Um, but I think like overall, you know, straight axle for strength. Yeah, IFS for comfort. I think that's kind of the the thing for the most part. But the, the conversation we've had and the reason that it's come up that's kind of funny is that um, we talked 
you know, we'll do like some news or go over some things that are like current, you know, vehicles. And I am like, uh, I wanted to be an automotive journalist my entire life. So like, oh, I'm really? really into that part of it. Right. Okay. And so cool. one of the things, thanks. Uh, one of the things that I, well, I found out at some point that there's no money in it. So it's a great <laughs> that doesn't do you any good, but anyways, yeah. there's a lot um, of things like that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You follow your passions, right? Yeah, um, exactly. But one of the things that I uh, I bring up all the time is like, hey, you know, I if I'm building my rig, I'm running a solid axle. Like that's what's happening. Yeah. But if I'm buying a brand new half ton truck, I'm not looking for a solid axle. I'm looking for it's not an option, right? But like in the ideal scenario, it's independent suspension because it's got better road manners. It's got a better turning radius, blah, 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 blah. And that's Uh the like funny internal argument because one of the guys that's on the show all the time is like the best riding Mike's going to hate me saying this. the best (laughs) riding vehicle I've ever been in is a 22 F three fifty or something like that. I'm like, no, it's not. (laughs) It might've been the best riding F three fifty you've ever been in. Things like missing 2000 pounds in the bed and it runs like crap. (laughs) Exactly. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. That was, that was the part he left out. Remember that is right. He left that out that it was, it was road great because it was towing. If I'm buying, if so the, the conversation always inevitably goes to like, if you're looking at a brand new heavy duty truck, right? Like a GMC, uh, Dodge and a, and a Ford, I would buy the Ford. I think the Ford's the, the truck. I like it. I like the interior. I like the way it looks. I like the powertrain, all that stuff. You'd buy the like, Ford would, over the GMC. I would, but I wouldn't Ooh, say that, the, that. <laughs> I wouldn't say that the GMC doesn't ride better. And I wouldn't yeah. say that like that AEV one on forties is not really cool. But like, it's all personal I, preference, right? But if you if you came into it and you're like, "Hey, I want the best riding of the one ton trucks," which one are you gonna get? I don't know, honestly. Probably, I don't. Probably, I don't really know that yeah. much about one ton trucks, to be honest. <laughs> Good, because you shouldn't. But you'd probably buy the IFS one. Oh, put, okay. yeah, for road man. Yeah, I mean, yeah. if I wanted some, if I had no intent of going off roading, yeah. and I, you know, wanted something that drove nice on the road, for sure, it'd be IFS. Thank you. All right. Well, we can just wrap this up right now. That's exactly what I needed. Sorry, Colin, you missed that, but I actually, I didn't miss it. it I just, for some reason I wasn't there for you guys, but I heard, I heard every minute of that. Ah, dang. There's there's less, there's less unsprung mass. There's less Mm -hmm. unsprung mass. So your shocks and your springs are going to work way better. They can, they can articulate independently. Um, They just, they, they, have less sway they ride better the um when you corner you can have um uh it's easier to put like uh shoot what is the freaking word i'm looking for uh ackerman um there's just all sorts of different front end geometry that allow you to do way different things with the car and it uh it just helps with mannerisms i mean yeah thank you (laughs) <laughs> this is what I'm saying, but it, you know, I get it. I understand that you know, Model Ts are cool too. But <laughs> hell yeah, they are. Those things. <laughs> Everything has its place. Like I, I understand that my obsession with wanting a silly uh, '60s style chopper that is not safe and doesn't have a front brake is not the ideal motorcycle. Like that's fine. 
Yeah, but that thing is like completely. It's the coolest. Exactly. Right? Yeah, far. that's <laughs> the mm-hmm. drive, and it's loud as shit, and I have to have AirPods, but it's fun as hell. <laughs> exactly, but you love it because yeah. that's uh-huh. the way it is. Yeah, yeah. On on that note, I did have. I don't know if Sean had any, but I had uh, a couple of no. like rig based uh, questions, and I send them. I don't Let's hear it. I don't necessarily pink underglow. Okay. Everyone asked that. Oh, it's okay. Got pink underglow. Uh, it's RGB and it's stuck on pink, right? <laughs> it is. Uh, it is. <laughs> My, so the first, the first Avenue I wanted to go down was the, which you sort of alluded to, but I'd love to hear how many times you heard 37s won't fit, uh, when you were oh. putting 37s on it. A lot. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, there there had been a couple people that had done it, but I I I don't know if this is true, but I want to say I'm the first person to do it without doing a body lift. Okay. Um, and I, I don't know if that's true or not, but most people do body lifts. Uh, it helps tremendously, and you don't have to tub the rear end, mm-hmm. um, all that kind of stuff, right? So. Um, I I did drift car things to that truck. Like that's how I knew how yeah. to tub it and stuff because I'd done drift cars. But um, a lot of people told me that, and even when I cut it, they were rubbing like crazy. And I uh, when I went on my like first little trip, I was with some people, and they were watching the you know the initial struggles of fitting the big tires. I was like smack. I was cutting parts of my bumper off on the trail, and like <laughs> you know that kind of stuff. And um, and they were like, are you going to keep it like that? I was like, yeah, of course. <laughs> of course I am. I'm just going to cut stuff off. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. So in, in keeping in that, I, I don't know if they're, they're a partner. So, uh, you know, I understand if you have to be gentle about this. Um, oh, okay. The... <laughs> I'm on. Okay, good. Uh there's there's a i don't know what the word is that i'm looking for but there is a general displeasure with your tire choice being the toyos uh, really I'll, i i very rarely hear people say that they like them that's usually everyone hates them so i was really? curious why do they hate them i just I, honestly let's literally the first time i've heard that Wow. Okay. So that's so maybe it's a Pacific Northwest thing then, yeah. because everyone out I've here never heard that. I think ever. it's a snow thing. It might. I think it's a it snow might be. on the road thing. It's like they're okay, too I'm stiff right and they're now. too loud. <laughs> okay. Maybe they sell different Toyo tires up there because <laughs> because like for one, these are the quietest mud trains I've ever driven. Okay. Um, and uh, they are also uh, a softer compound than previous mud trains. I haven't ri- I haven't driven every single mud train or anything like that. But um, I do know a few tricks that Toyo does to make them quiet and and make them balance. Like their um, the way that they make the carcasses, most manufacturers end up overlapping steel belts, and so you get a a bump basically, and it. Uh, uh, it's hard. It, it's harder to balance and stuff. Where theirs is basically like this, so you don't have that 
problem with balancing and it also contributes to like road noise probably i'm not a toyota engineer or anything but i'm pretty sure <laughs> everything i said is true um but uh that's really interesting i'm, uh, I'm not gonna but, fact check you here <laughs> yeah you could fact check me um these are just things that i've picked up while i'm on these toyo events and stuff i've ran yokohamas mm -hmm. i ran the falcon wild peaks um the yokohama uh geolanders chunked like crazy they were a harder compound for me they were louder to me um the toyo tires uh they are not great on hard packed snow on the road they're not no. yeah i don't think there's a single mud train on the planet that's good on Probably hard packed snow in the mud but you air these suckers down in in like off-road trails on the snow and holy crap they do crazy things. Um, I love them in the snow, like like the deep powdery, whatever, you know, powder slushy, whatever it is. Yeah. You know I mean, it's basically like mud at that point, you know, <laughs> the way it operates, fixed to itself and that kind of stuff. So that's really, I don't discount like pe people's opinions, but I've had the complete opposite opinion of, of uh, and experience with that. And like, if I didn't like them, I wouldn't continue to run them. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> you, yeah. They've been around like. forever yeah, now. It's, yeah. It's the other thing. It's so long. That's that? one. They've been around for so long. Oh, yeah. They haven't changed it. And mm -mm. Um, I'm going to stop there because I don't know how much I can say. But uh, <laughs> yeah. cool. I can't wait for the Whoa. new one to come out. There's, Industry there's insight. <laughs> but. Um, People like them. I'll just say that. Sure. Oh no! I yes, yeah. I, I know people do, uh, but I will say it. yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I will say they are very expensive, though. That is a thing I mean, about them. Well, look at the prices it's, of BFGs. Like, big big tires are. <laughs> yeah, big tires are basically yeah, Patagonias or everything money. else. Yeah, that's just <laughs> yeah, that's just how it is. Um, mm -hmm. It's. Uh, do you can you tell me uh like what they prefer over the toyo or like when they say they're stiffer and that kind of stuff like what do they what what are these people comparing it to because i'm literally i'm genuinely curious they're now. they're comparing it mostly to just about anything else it's pretty much it's pretty much like People up really? here want to get rid of on the bottom for some people. Yeah, I, I don't I, I don't know what it is. I mean, I know personally, I I look I it's like Sean hates the look of Patagonias. I hate the look of those Toyos. And so for me, I've never even like okay. I've never even thought yeah. about getting them. Considered it. Yeah. So Well clearly you're wrong. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding, right. dude. I'm just kidding. <laughs> You bought a ZR2, okay? Well, yeah. That's got Duratrax on it. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Those are pretty good tires from what I hear, actually. I, I this like, is, It's the second like set a, of Duratrax I've had. They're, they're, they seem fine. They're, yeah. I, I, I wouldn't have chosen it. Yeah. It's just that that's what they had on it. So. Yeah. You would have chosen them over Toyos, though. <laughs> Ooh. Probably. But I also, I, I've also gone down that, that rabbit hole of... I, I tend to lean aggressive all terrain rather than going okay. a full mud terrain. Um, it's you should check out their new RT trail. 
Oh, I did see that that one. That's different than the original RT, right? Yeah. yeah. Those suckers are quiet, dude. Yeah. And uh, they perform really well off-road, actually. I was pretty surprised. And they're very quiet. My my thing has always been like, so being a car guy, Toyo, awesome. The best. Yeah. yeah. I know. Truck guy, I like quickly was like, so I owned a, a wheel and tire uh, shop for a number of years and like i quickly was like i don't think i love these they're heavy they're oh they are very heavy yeah yeah there was like a couple other things where i was like i think i like bfgs a little bit more like if i'm okay. picking sides and so that's what i've traditionally run at this point um like i did yokohamas for a little KM3s bit but... or something like that or so again on the all-terrain thing so like oh, okay. 37 inch ko2s i've been through yeah. three sets now like that's, See, i the, like that... those tires okay and so that's interesting because um i in the the worlds that I have existed in, um, like people hate KO2s because they chunk and they and they don't perform. They do chunk in their in their opinion and and so like, I think amazing in the snow. Oh, yeah. Okay. Amazing on like long adventures, right? Like it does. Mm -hmm. It's great on the street. Everything's fine. Uh, great in the snow. Passable in everything else. Yeah. Um, but in the rocks, and we have like lava rock here. So, and I, we do spend a mm -hmm. decent amount of time. It's like when we're wheeling and not camping, for example, yeah. it's all rocks. And I, yeah. mine, my rears, both of them are chunked out like you really? wouldn't believe. But they still perform. Like they just yeah. keep going. I mean, um, I don't think, to be fair, I don't think any tire when it sees lots of rocks is going to it's never going to be perfect it's going to be per like yeah. you're going to chunk it that no. kind of stuff um some are going to chunk more than others and it's always also driver mod you know mm -hmm. like are you spinning tires who's the driver and it's it's always tires are an interesting subject to me because like they're all the same <laughs> but some people like them and some people hate them sure and so it's just like how, how is something that is not subjective subjective yeah but it's just, you know, how you drive. Is your vehicle heavier than the other? Are you airing down yeah. to a different higher pressure? Are you on different surfaces? Like, I think a lot of that plays into what suits the driver more. And I think maybe that's where a lot of the opinions come from mm -hmm. and, and that kind of stuff. So, yeah. Yeah, I've, I yeah, have absolutely. I have found myself leaning uh, to the Falcon AT over the bfgs okay. recently i've i've had yeah like three four sets of those now in varying uh -huh. sizes on varying rigs and yeah i there's so one thing that initially like got me into those was they measure slightly larger than most of the other tires do like bfgs are notorious for yeah. running small where Falcon okay, yeah. tend to run slightly larger than what the actual measurement is. And so for me, like when I had my Range Rover, it was like, well, I want to run the biggest 34 I can get. And the Falcon was yeah. almost a 35. Falcon was it. So it was like, well, I'm just going to get okay. that because it's as close to a 35 as I can get without having a true 35. So, and then after that, I just kind of fell in love with them. So that that's where i've sat on what, the falcon why why did you why didn't you just buy a 35 if you wanted a 35 so <laughs> so the issue is which you have run into plenty i'm sure with the gx is the amount of space inside the wheel well 
Like uh-huh. the way the Range Rovers were are set up is they have a super high offset and it, yeah. and because of the Ups brake size, you can't run certain wheels and there's like this there's all of these stacking things that that make it like impossible it. to to so it's like mm-hmm. if you run a full twelve and a half wide, yeah. you have to stick it so far oh, out okay. of the fender that yeah. it's that then it's gonna run into the fender when you flex. And it's like, well, I didn't want to do tubbing and all of that extra stuff. I kind of wanted everything to just kind of work together and yeah. look fairly factory. So that that was the main part of it for me. Did you, were like the Kenda Clevers or whatever out at that time? Like the skinny, the skinny thirty five. Yeah, it like a ten and a half thirty five. Yeah, and that, I I struggle to um, to want something that skinny on a. Yeah. you know, six to 7,000 pound rig, which was what the Range Rover was. Like I, yep. there was so many times, especially snow wheeling that I wished I had a wider tire and I had an 11 and a half. Yeah. And I was just like, this is, it's still yeah. just digs. Yeah. And you know, yep. that's, that's a tough part. <laughs> but that's honestly, that's why people, that's, that's literally the mentality of people wanting skinny tires is because they want it to dig down to the hard shit. But if it's all soft, but it's all soft, yeah. Or it's ice for <laughs> yeah, us. It's, it's ice two feet. Yeah. It's ice underneath yeah. the foot I, of I, snow. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I tend to gravitate more to wider than skinny yeah. myself personally. Agreed. But that's a whole debate. That, yep. like, <laughs> yes, it is. People love to get into, <laughs> but they're wrong, and we're right. Oh, that's yep. right. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> What other rig stuff we got? The uh, the only other thing I uh, that I like took note of because I uh, it just like came across a feed or something as I was looking through. Uh, I saw uh-huh. a picture or it was like a video shot, just like in passing or something like that, of your setup in the back of the GX. And the first thing I thought okay. was, yeah. can you see out of your back window? Uh, absolutely not. <laughs> um, but it's not. <laughs> but it's not because of that. Oh, it's because I have a massive tire and Max tracks back there. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. The shelves, uh, the like, shelves like look like they're there, so high. Sure. <laughs> no, like I actually, it's it's actually I can see over the shelves, uh-huh. and then I have I have a shelf that hangs down from the top, the K on one. And okay. Aiden James custom drawers are the bottom. So I actually have a window that I could see through and it's like perfect height, honestly. Just enough. That I could yeah. see right through. But there's a but there's a stupid freaking tire and max track yep. and shovel <laughs> right there that doesn't even matter. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So yes, but no. And yes, no, but, but yes. no. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah there is a lot of stuff back there. All the things. I like Rock landing. That's my that's my mm-hmm. my term I associate. That's my pronoun. <laughs> I'm into that. I I like not dorky uh, overland only, mm-hmm. but I also like to go camping. So like, yeah, I like an in between. Yeah, I want to do the Rubicon Trail, and then I want to camp on my induction stove. <laughs> yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, with my I induction that's... stove. That's what I want to do. <laughs> yeah, that's we're we are very much in the same 
in the same mind path when it comes to yeah. that. We all like our group is we we wheeled before we got into the like the car camping stuff. So it's like yeah. wheeling comes you first. Want, yeah. <laughs> and then yeah, the rest. <laughs> yeah. I I associate with that as well. I like the hard wheeling and but I like to be comfortable. Mm-hmm. So good. I'm into it. Cool. Well, I think that uh, we did an hour and a half, which is awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that's solid. I'm impressed. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Yeah, it was a solid first date, I think. Um, <laughs> maybe yeah. we could see each other again sometime. I was, well, I was going to say, we can maybe move this to an in-person uh, at yeah. some point in time. I like that. And yeah. uh, we could all have... We could all have a beer and dosey dough and stuff like that. So we're going to be on the Rubicon in the end of June. So you know, if you want to, if you want to join, yeah, you can lead just, us. You want to just show oh, yeah. up? You know. Yeah, I I know all the lines. I know all the I know all the lines. <laughs> <Is> that... 